0: Yeah, I didn't know if you guys swore on this podcast, but yeah, um, uh, Roy yeah. swears it. like I wish oh. I could. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. He just, that man has a way with words that is just What's so the inspiring. <laughs> the amount that he can say that F-bomb. So,
1: it's so good. Welcome to Talking BS. This is your second Ted Lasso review, or as I'm titling it this week, the Lead Tasso Review. We're reviewing episode three. We're joined by a very special guest, Ben Harrington, old college roommate. Very excited to have you on the podcast. Before you get going, we will have you on for a full episode at some point, but you're going to jump in. You've been watching Ted Lasso, you're very excited about it. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. That's it, that's all he's got. Welcome to the podcast. Corey,
2: say something. Do do something. Wave I your arms. I can do things. I'm not. I'm not a monkey. All right. You don't just command me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't. I don't perform for you. I didn't know I how to say perform for the
1: people. I didn't know how to say this is the end of my introduction. Just start talking now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I do. All right. So you already by the title. I want to start this one off by we have a new character in episode three. Oh yeah. Oh yes. We got a new character. Yeah. Split personality Led disorder. Led Tasso I love is here. It. Here we go. I loved it. Would you, Ben? Would you think of him when he came out? Like, did you know that's what was going to happen before? I like, kind of figured. I mean, yeah, right. that was one of those things where it was pretty
0: apparent, but it was so entertaining. I it, mean, and just to see uh, the doctor just obviously throw so much shade at Lettasso, like Doc. She has, has that a
1: disappointment.
0: Ever <laughs> yeah,
1: doc, doc Shannon got right after him, and just it was like three sentences. It was like. So clearly you were going to be the enemy so that they would all team up against you for a common goal. And it was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I love dramatic. how she was like, has that ever worked before? And then they described some video game scenario. <laughs> <Chuck> e. Cheese. <laughs> it was Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah. Charles, Charles, Edward. Charles, yeah. Cheeserton Charles, the third. Charles, Edgar, <laughs> Cheeserton, the third. That was one of my highlights. <laughs> I did take notes. Big surprise. I like it. Oh like, okay. Um, so anyways, we're breaking down episode 3 of Ted Lasso. We did a little episode 1 and 2 thing last week. We're going to come week to week. We had a lot to catch up on last week, but this week we're really focusing in on episode 3, which was a lot to unpack. We had we did add some actual new characters. Obviously Ted was you know, he became his own little secondary character there. But we we dug deep on some some new characters. We introduced, uh, reintroduced, I guess. Sassy's back, right? And then we introduced your yep. daughter. There was just a lot of a lot of things going on here. A lot of plot forward stuff. Um, so I'm pretty excited to get in there. But yeah, Sassy is back on the scene. This is Ted's secondary love uh, attraction in season one, right? The, even though it's kind yep. of a one night stand deal, but she's she's back. I loved her in the first season. I don't know if you guys did, but
2: Dude, she's funny. Yeah. She, yeah.
0: I, I love, she's just so
1: like the complete fire. opposite. Yes. Yeah. Spitfire. I, when she meets him and downstairs so and he's trying to find. So eager to fi- please. <laughs> he, <he's, laughs> and she's like, it was magnificent. <laughs> so but eager to please. See, season one, when he's like downstairs, like trying to find a fax machine or something.
2: <laughs> and she's like,
1: ooh, what's this? <laughs> so Let's good. have some fun
2: oh Dude, my it's, gosh it's it's quality um and then obviously her daughter and, and you know um rebecca's relationship throughout this entire episode is really what it kind of centers around i'll tell you what the we talked a little bit about relationships and the involvement of those in the episode one and two one of my favorite ones and this katie went off about this and about this one particular scene in their relationship but roy and phoebe's relationship is so funny. It is to me and to like it's so it's because it's just so anti Roy, right? Yes. And then like having, uh, I guess, whenever they stopped in front of the little doll shop, Katie thought that was the funniest scene of all time. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Uncle Roy can, goes, I ha- "Can I have ice cream for dinner?" <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for setting boundaries. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> you're right that was dumb thanks for setting boundaries <laughs> um, dude I just it's so fun like it was their so
1: mature for like a six so year old to
2: say, or nine year old so I guess good. she's nine sorry but and then the, the, the doll that they got from her well how did, how did her parents die you know were they eating yes. by rats no they're from the modern age they just got cancelled like, they, 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 they got cancelled <laughs> <laughs> dude what, 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 what did you, you guys think when he, when he said
0: you think got cancelled
1: <laughs> it's so quick it's so quick
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. he always has the best kind of one-liners, especially in like he always has those insightful like life pieces of advice, like when he's telling Rebecca how to deal with Nora. I mean, yes, it's just like yep. it's so funny because they just come out of nowhere and it's just so honest and like straightforward, and then he just goes right back to dropping f-bombs every yeah, other yeah, word. Roy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you think that's <laughs> do you think that's him being him or him after his kind of evolved with like the yoga mom group and like becoming more in, in, insightful with himself? I
0: think that's actually him. I think he's most himself ah, yeah. around the yoga moms. Yeah, yeah. and he's not really himself like whenever he's doing like the commentary, he's like putting on a show there. Yes, because um, obviously, for episode two, like when he's bawling his eyes out, like he's a pretty emotional dude, and I think he just keeps it under wraps. I, to- I totally agree, though.
1: I do think around the yoga moms, he probably lets loose the most, but on the the TV shows,
2: he lets loose, but it's like little quick little bursts of just like boom 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 like he doesn't even have to say anything like when they cut to him when they introduce him on the stuff (laughs) and him just staring back at the guy like that to me is is hysterical yes it's so funny he doesn't have to say his grunts like (laughs) (laughs) yes that's it Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, uh. yeah all right does anybody have like a favorite joke from this one that just stood out well you already called out
1: the charles edgar cheeserton i thought that one was really good i i that was yours i know oh no but i thought that one was really good i thought that one
2: was really good ben you have one that just stands (sighs) out to you that you can think of off the top of your head
0: no i mean to me this one one was more about the sentimental aspects like I, i thought there was a lot of like really deep topics covered and so i really thought more a lot about those than the kind of jokes in this one.
1: This one was a very emotionally touching Mm -hmm. one, but I will tell you my favorite joke next to the Edgar Cheeserton was when led Tasso shows up and he says, Touch your toes. Touch your toes. It's your little feet fingers. Your <laughs> <laughs> fingers. The feet fingers. The, I, I laughed hard at that one.
2: That one was good. Um, the one that got me bad was like, not, I don't think it was that funny. I just think it was like the the timing of it hit me that, like, it just hit me bad. It was Beard and, and Ted talking right after he was talking to Jamie on the pitch and he just goes, hey, do you think you heard me? He goes, yeah, I think he heard you. Do you think he's going to listen to you? No, I don't. No, and I, it I just, don't. It was, the, it was the timing and it was just the rhythm. It may, I, I know. It's not that funny. I, I, like, the delivery, but it was, it though. But, it but, got me. But, it got me so
1: good. Uh, ben, I think you would agree. The delivery on this show, the, the quick-wittedness, the way, they, the way they cut real fast and like the, the sentences, you pack so much into 30 minutes. Well, this, I guess this one's a little longer, but you get so much in because it's like pop, pop, pop. It's so fast. So good.
0: Yeah, well, and that's like what Beard does. It's like nothing he says is incredibly funny. It's just the way that he says it is just good every time. Same thing with Roy. It's like whatever he said about Jamie being a little bitch on the show, it's like it was (laughs) seven words. Yeah. But I just absolutely lost it cry laughing whenever he said that.
2: Speaking of, I'm pretty sure you have a, a pretty magnificent beard down there yourself, sir. I call you Coach Beard. I like it. You, do have uh, a bit, you You actually trimmed it up quite a bit yeah. from the college days. Trimmed yeah, I've really. Let's, let,
1: hey, let's I've touch on up. that. This is lasso, non-lasso. But Corey, I remember when we first started this podcast, you actually remembered that Ben had custom symbols with his face and his that. with his beard on it, and yes. you remembered that. That was I thought really? that was impressive. I still have but, a couple listen, of them somewhere. Ben somewhere. That ben was my, made
0: an impression on me. That was my All next right? question: Was Ben? You still have an those? <laughs> Yeah, I generally make a pretty bad impression on most people I meet. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's an impression. It's usually not a good one, but uh, you know. But I think good. all good, uh, all good.
1: All right, so pivoting. All right, so Nora is uh, Aunt Stinky's god goddaughter. Godsta- goddaughter. There goddaughter. Yep. we go. So she's following her around. That I thought that was a cool little introduction because we heard about her last season. Yep, I didn't really. You know, we knew that she quote unquote abandoned her and we hadn't seen her in six years and all this stuff. So reintroducing her as a character, one that we were kind of like we knew existed, but I liked how they kind of brought her back in. Um, but she comes onto the scene as Jamie enters AFC Richmond for a second, second spell here. So what did you guys think about him? What, I guess last week, Ben, you can, you can chime in. What did you think when he showed back up? what did you think of that whole, he shows up and Ted said, he's not on the team. And then he's on the team. what did you think about that? The whole dynamic with Sam?
0: It was kind of, I don't know, I I remember listening to you guys talk about it, and I, I kind of feel similar. It's like, so he tells him he's not on the team, and then he brings him back. I don't know if he did it. Like, was he doing it intentionally to cause friction or, you know, just to try to change things up? Like, uh, I was a little, I was not super happy with yeah. how that turned out. But then this episode with him kind of like really being like the low man on the totem pole, them kind of really you know, just really putting him in his place. Uh, I was a little shocked that they ran him so ragged, like that first kind of drill, but it was kind of nice to see because, like, I didn't love him last season, so it was kind of nice to see him, like, have to eat the shit end of the stick a little bit on this one. So 100%.
1: I thought, yes, them giving Jamie shit was awesome. And then the fact that um, I, I kept waiting for that moment for Jamie to turn back. To old Jamie okay, and, yep, and it just it never too. came and like they're really leaning into that idea of like all right Jamie is may have really turned the page here he may be real maybe serious about like I want to be a better person and and I think that was that character arc that was a big part of this episode um but yes, that first few scenes him getting slide tackled and the guy's giving him shit and then also the the guy talking shit in French or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, like, it just sounds better. What do you say? What do <laughs> you say? You
2: farted in your hand and you put it in his face. Is that <laughs> what you what the line the, was? The, the, Yeah, you 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 farted into, like, you cupped it into your hand and then put it in my face. <laughs> it, sounds uh, it sounds better in, better in French. <laughs> did you hear the Dutch guy in the background when they were doing all that stuff? Goes, I don't know you, but I don't like you. Like, when they started yelling at <laughs> I each I other. <laughs> need, I need to go back because I missed
0: that. I did not. I yep. did not hear that. I uh, said so that one's kind of weird because like. Jamie, like all of a sudden, turned from like being a total asshole to now being like this really conscious guy and i'm i'm kind of interested to hear more about how that happened because it was just like all of a sudden he gets kicked off this TV show and he 's a nice guy now, like yeah, it seems like a very kind of like zero to one eighty kind of flip
1: <clears throat> they, i I agree they could have spent a lot of time with the whole dad story with him. And I feel like they just kind of like may. gave, they gave, it could still be there. I feel like they gave us the short version because we saw it at the last mm-hmm. season, at the end of the last season. And then it was like, boom, oh, we're fast forwarding. And so I think that was just part of the time warp of season one to two, but they definitely, there's an opportunity there to dig into that more. So we may see more yeah. down, down season two
2: here. So, but I, that's, yeah, a, they're gr- definitely that's a great point. Be- They're definitely going to be going into Sam and I think his, his family's dynamic thing a whole lot more. Yep. Cause that's that's where it got a lot more real with this episode. Like you were talking about, man. Let's well, uh, and
0: I think like Jamie, it's, it felt like Jamie was only there to serve Sam's story arc in this episode. Like, you know, they really positioned him in this kind of like sympathetic area just to serve this Sam thing. So, I'm interested to see what happens between them now. He, had the he did joke.
2: have that great joke at the very end there, kind of like just to your point with, you know, well, hey, cheers to Sam. I mean, the little prick stole all my, uh, my thunder. Yes. You know, nobody else could do it yeah. in back, right? Like it was. It was, very, it was very cordial. It was very good. It was very – I mean, that, that, he became part of the team right when he asked for that tape like that's when he became a true part of the team
0: so can we talk about the tape yeah can can uh, we just like go into it i
1: I figured the tape would be the would be the whole second half of the episode here for us tonight i think we've pretty much covered everything else i mean sassy shows up Nora's there oh i thought that uh well this is a good segue but rebecca's relationship with uh um uh ex-husband what was his rupert rupert Rupert, rupert's buddy who is you know in, in charge of dubai air or whatnot um that that was pretty much it i guess and then it was like all sam for the rest of the episode which i love sam because be a goldfish right i mean yeah that was one of the best scenes of, of season one and so digging into him this season has, has been great and this episode was all about sam i mean i felt like ted in lead took a back seat to to sam this yeah. week
2: which i which i yep. was it was great it was really, really I good. I almost thought we were about to go down a really sad rabbit hole with Sam, and not to say that we didn't, ooh, but ooh. when he first got that text yep. stuff from his dad, I was like, yes. what mm-hmm. is happening? Because like, even even voicing your displeasure and stuff, and, it, and that just could be a Nigerian you know, cultural thing, and it's more direct, it's more whatever, but it, it came across to me like, dang, maybe he's not that good of a dad that everybody thinks he is, and I thought that's where this whole thing was about to pivot, and then it went to a whole nother level. It did.
1: So, oh, yeah. Did you guys like you see the text message and uh, we're, we're just assuming at home, if you're listening to this, you've, you've watched the, the show, the episode at this point, spoiler alert. Um, but when he gets the text, do you, did you anticipate us going this direction? Cause I, I did, I really did not. I, I just thought like, Oh, he's going to have to back out and he's got to, to deal with that and struggle with that. And obviously in the United States with the NFL last year and the kneeling and and everything that we've kind of been through social justice wise, It made sense that it made sense once I watched it, but I just didn't anticipate it in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Did either of you guys?
0: No, and that's one thing that I think the show does so well. Because I think like going back to to Rebecca and Nora's thing, like the show does such a good job of taking these like what people would consider to be incredibly political topics, like Rebecca in this episode being like a very strong woman. And, like, replying to that email, which a lot of, like, some people would Ooh. say is, like, oh, she's just being a bossy woman yes. Um, instead of being a boss-ass bitch and, like, standing up to her pathetic piece of trash ex-husband. Yes. Um, you know, like, a lot of people would say that. And then same with the tape on the jerseys. Like, a lot of people will watch the and be like, oh, that's so inspiring. But then they look at NFL players kneeling to talk about social injustice and they're like, "Oh, that's political, that's stupid." And I think this show does such a good job of taking those topics that are super controversial and like putting them forward in this disarming fashion dude, that anyone yes, can watch dude, and be like, "You know what? Point. That makes so much sense." And then think about like what happened with the NFL last year and I'm it was so nice to see that nod from Ted Lasso with that whole segment. I mean,
2: very well said.
0: You know, like, there's normally one part to every episode where, like, you know, like, when you cry, like, you're about to cry, and yeah. you try to hold it back, and you, like, choke on your saliva, so it just makes it worse. <laughs> when that tape, like, when he ripped that tape off, oh, my God, just, like, lost it. Like, it, that, that was it. Choking that, on my spit,
1: crying. That, <laughs> that, that got me, and then when Jamie said, throw me the tape, mate. Oh I God! Was like, oh my God! Jamie's a good guy now. Shattered you know, me. Jamie. Shattered Jamie in. Lannister is a we good guy now. Goosebumps
0: right now. Yeah. <laughs> goosebumps right now. I know.
1: Okay, <clears throat> I want to unpack that. Cord, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? What do we? Go for it. Pass the ball. Go for okay. it. <sighs> All right. I have a lot of Deep thoughts up. about a lot of things right now. But in today's society, one of the big things that I really struggle with is just the knee-jerk reaction. I've been meaning to talk about this on, on here for a while, but the whole Bo Burnham thing really like resonated with me, his, his inside um, bit. But he has that one line about the backlash to the backlash to the thing that's just begun. And it's this whole idea of, okay, we're going to start screaming when we see the headline, and then we're not going to read the story. You know, and I really struggle with like the labeling and the the yelling and like the overreactions based on just your knee jerk reaction before, you know, the whole story. Here's the tie in. Ben, you made a, a fantastic point. This show does a great job of like giving you the base before they make the point. You know what I'm saying? It's like they gave us the inside backstory and then they made the point. They're like, Oh, that might've been how someone got to their decision where they did something that was controversial. Oh my gosh. It totally makes sense. But before it's like, Oh, they did something controversial. Screw how they got there. They did something controversial. So I love how they kind of build those blocks from a to a to C or a to Z or whatever, instead of Z to a, you know what I'm saying? So yes, that was a fantastic, that is just very well said, very, very well well said take.
0: And not to mention, like, even then, like, Sam didn't even know about that before. Like, he was all in on the campaign until his dad said something. He knew nothing. So it just goes to show you, like, even the people who are trying to voice the concern. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I love the way that they waited till the end of the episode until he did the press briefing. And, you know, they asked him, Are you accusing these people? And he's like, Yeah, I am. And, like, that would have never been brought to the forefront if someone wouldn't have told him who he didn't realize and then he used his platform as a professional athlete to then, you know, spread that message and try to help the social justice. S- Senator
2: Bell, the, the floor is yours. You have five minutes. You're on the clock. I, mean, Thank you. I <laughs> mean, he is only on the championship league, though, so I don't know how big of a platform he really has here. Oh, okay. no, well, I mean, I, Trent Crim, the independent. <laughs> yeah, he's got
1: Trent Crim, the independent. yes. yes. <laughs>
2: Listen, I I I couldn't agree any more than uh, what you guys have already said. You you guys have voiced it very well already, so I don't want to have to sit here and keep kind of kicking a dead horse. I I do think you know moving on from here for the future episodes it opens up so much more because I have no idea where this is about to go now because they did say you know he Sam said you yeah, listen hey guys you don't have to do it with me but I can never wear Dubai Air on my shirt again ever yeah so that's that's been mm-hmm. their thing right like. Who are they going to get? Are they going to get kicked off? They've already they they alluded to it in this episode, which I think Van and I started very briefly talking about it in, in episode one and two, where you know they they have professional league players, professional league salaries on a championship level team. They're not making the money that they need to to continue to do it, and now they just ticked so. off their biggest sponsor who's about to drop. I, like what's. Where are we going? Woof, you're, posing the,
1: you're posing the Where are we going? question, and I have one answer. Just what you in, got? in my mind, we have someone that's in charge of marketing and advertising for the for the team.
0: Oh, it's going to be what's
1: that dating We're, app? We got Keeley. I don't know if it'll oh, what? I it don't, could go I don't know the if it'll be play. banter, banter, what is it? Banter? Banter. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't, Which it in I all got, honestly, all that it it is, is a catfish I hope thing it's now. Not it's a catfish app. A, I hope not. I hope it's not banter.
0: <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious if it was banter. It was funny when the one guy was Grindr? like Oh, it's like, like grinder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Oh, there's yes. like no E there. Um, but that, that's an obvious <laughs> so are they gonna get dropped by Dubai Air or whatnot? And then who picks them up? I, I'm assuming Keeley will be at the front of that, which is great. Or maybe Roy gets involved. I don't know. And maybe it's the guy from episode one that uh, Rebecca dropped. Who knows? You know what? The possibilities are endless. But I have faith in Jason Sudeikis and Corey, the other guy's name. I don't know his
2: name. Come I was going to ask you his name earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it. I forgot it. And I, and I knew, so and I knew you were going to do this to me, and I completely forgot. Well, Coach
1: Beard. Coach Beard's his name. It's Coach Beard. Brendan, <laughs> Brendan Hunt. I will Something say like it Still is up, sure. Yes, it is. Brendan Hunt. There we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is super cool to see like, cause you know, last season was very much about like Ted and, you know, Ted carrying the team and changing the team. And I feel like this season, instead of recycling that, and it's just like, Oh, a new problem that Ted solves. It's the team starts to kind of like come out and starts to solve those problems and like change the way things are going and it's just so nice to see that instead of it just being like the
2: Jason Sudeikis show
0: as good as he is it's yes. just you know nice to see some more
2: dude I, go ahead so you're saying the ripple became the wave okay is that is that okay. what you're saying
1: <laughs> but listen but building on that i agree because season 1 was all about ted and yep. it was all about just kind of pumping positivity into a thousand different issues and you can already see this season we've kind of poked at like certain specific issues but back to the point i made earlier we've laid the groundwork of we know the intentions of these people and we know the intentions of the show. And so if we go into those, those kind of touchy subject, we already know what the show's intent is. Like we know that they're good people and they mean well, and this is for positivity. And so if we're going to go into those areas, I feel like we at least trust where, where they're leading us. And that kind of comes back to the thing I was saying earlier was like maybe no, no knee jerk reactions. We've got the base. We, we understand the intent of the person and a lot of time in, in today's society, we totally skip past that. We don't care who they are, where they've come from, what's their backstory. It's like, what, they, what do they do right now? And let's judge them on the five seconds in this moment. You know? So I agree. I think this has been a lot of fun so far in three episodes. Um, where do you guys think we're going now that we've, gone, we've seen this episode? Mm-hmm. I didn't
2: I never expected us to go to where, you know, we're dropping Dubai air in the in this episode three, you know. Like that's just there's no telling. They can literally go any which way. They've they've done it in such a creative way. Literally every episode almost feels like an entire season. Like I go on that emotional roller coaster from from crying to laughing to rooting for everyone. Like it's just Oh man, I don't know. It's 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 every emotion was packed in thirty minutes, in each of these first three episodes, it's been great. I have no idea. I have zero clue where they're going to go with this. Ben, what you got? I would
0: agree with Corey. I don't really know. I just I really hope at some point there's like this reckoning of friendship between Roy and Jamie because I feel like it's coming. Oh, and I really want Roy to make a comeback as a coach.
1: As a coach, Uh, yeah. And you and
0: you guys have talked about this. Like, it's over. I, honestly I do love watching him coach the nine year old girls because I just think little pricks. he's so damn funny. <laughs> you
2: can't you can't you can't call them little pricks. Even if yeah. <laughs> they're being little bricks, even if they're
0: being little bricks. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to see him like I would just love to see him on that coaching staff and him and Jamie actually like kinda being friends. But I agree, Corey, it's like everything's an emotional roller coaster. Cry multiple times, I laugh multiple times, but that's why I love this
1: show. So, yes. to close out, I have two things. Ben, we did a top one through five last week. Do you have a top five characters? What's, what's your list here? Roy. Okay. Roy, number my one. My number one character. Number one, Roy. That
0: man can say, like, I've never yes. heard anyone say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys know me. That's my favorite word, it's probably. A, it's a really good, so, word. It's a good uh, word. Definitely Roy. Um man, I'm a real big fan of Rebecca just because like yeah, the way her it. character has kind of arced and like what they've done with her I think is super cool. Um let's see. Oh, man, Nate the Great, I love him. Oh, he is like <laughs> especially in this season, uh he's really come out and I'm I'm a super super big fan of him. I don't, man. I don't know for my 4 and 5 there's there's just there's so many good characters probably Roy's niece. Okay. I love her. She's great. Phoebe, She's she got is, you know. Great. She is hilarious. Um I'm going to say Sam. I just I love him, you know. He, he is top 5 doesn't even have Ted in it. Yeah. No. no. Forget, forget, forget I mean forget Led and Ted. Love it's it. fun. I love Yeah, it. I mean Ted just is there to enhance. It's like Ted's who everyone probably wants to be but It's like what he's done for the other characters and who they're turning into from not being toxically positive like Ted is to coming into their own kind of wonderful, compassionate roles that I think is super awesome. And that's what I really love about the show. You know, Ted's great. But what he does to everybody else is my favorite part. Yes,
1: that's so good. All right, so I, I had my, my quote of the show. Corey, I'm sorry. I know you're the quote guy. I know you Give close with me. quotes. I would like to end on this one because I thought it was like, I felt like this was, the, the message of the show was this one, was when, um, was it Nora? I think it was Nora, looks at Aunt Stinky and she says, sometimes you have to do the right thing even if it means you lose. And I thought that was like, the essence of this episode was like, you know what? Sometimes you got to stand up for what you believe in. Even if that means you may lose a sponsorship an endorsement, a friendship, money, whatever, you know what I'm saying? If it means you're doing the right thing, it's what you got to do. So I thought that one was like kind of the essence of the show. Do you guys remember that line? Mm-hmm. It was, it was strong when she said it. I was like, damn, she's 13 years old.
2: Wasn't she? She was 13, right? Is that, is that she yeah. has a bunch of writers behind her too. So okay. Keep that in shush. Mind. shush. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. She's very clever. She's British. Brandon Hunt told her that one. All right. Like (laughs) he he got it. He got it. See, got it.
1: Any, uh, any closing thoughts from you guys on episode three? I mean, it was
0: just great. Like I, this was probably my favorite episode. I'm really glad that Katie couldn't do this one because, (laughs) oh man, especially that duct tape. Oh good. I mean like I get emotional at every episode, but like I truly absolutely lost my shit when that happened And it was amazing. It was just like, it was a great episode. I loved that, like the political undertones that were brought up in a very palatable way for most people, I think. Um, Yeah, I just, I loved it. And I can't wait to see like what they're going to do next.
1: I thought it was really good. I'm looking forward to our continued uh, Ted Lassa reviews, or as this one's titled, Talking with Lead I don't know, LED talking? Talking I don't know. lead talking I't know I don't know what we're <laughs> going to call it, but it was a lead tasso um, Led tasso interview. Special. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I, at some point we're going to do a full episode with you, um, so you guys look forward to that, but I'm so glad you could join us here in this space so
0: yes, thank you for having me. This
1: absolutely. was enjoyable. Well, yeah, man. I had a good time as well, you know, yeah. Corey, I could care less about
2: what you feel, but you know, how about you close us out here, okay? <laughs> I love you too, buddy. <laughs> So much for a best friend you are. You're, aren't you my kid's godson? What, what exactly. is happening now? I don't know. It's, right. You know what? I had a very... Um,
1: look, you know what? No. what? You're not closing yet. You know what? I had a very emotional day today, okay? It was my last shift of valet after nine and a half years, and it was the last day. That's very true. I, was, I rode off into the sunset, and I was very emotionally unstable heading into watching Ted Lasso. We've already covered why I didn't watch it on Friday. That's my own doing. It's my own fault. But I got to the moment today got to the, got I, to the I got still to the, can't
0: believe you didn't watch on Friday I know I mean, I, know. I look forward to crying <laughs> I know at and, like
1: eight o'clock every Friday night, and so I get home and I'm just like a little piece of brittle, you know what I'm saying, just <laughs> I don't know, I don't know and and little then you show me the brittle. You, you show me this episode, and I was just just breaking into pieces, you know, so close on that note
2: <laughs> i i will I will do my best. I'll also say you, you definitely had the quote of it, though, uh, with a the, with the full summation, right? Uh, sometimes you got to lose to win, basically. Uh, I, I loved it. That was, that was great. Uh, I'll end on, on one that was from an earlier one that's probably a little bit overlooked in the beginning of this episode. Um, that kind of goes along with more of the essence of how we talk throughout the rest of our pods, right? Uh, what do you say we go out there and do what the man says and make today our masterpiece? Let's just go out and make every day a little bit better. Live that Ted Lasso life. And like Van had to, uh, the reference, let's go Lasso somebody today.